0: Welcome back to our next episode of the doggone truth about rescue. Tonight, we will be unraveling the price tag of what it takes to be a rescue with Always and Forever. We're joined with our special guest of Beth, Julie, and Jane. Thank you for coming out and bearing with traffic to get here to talk about this very important topic. Um, so to start out, if you kind of introduce yourself and what your role is with Always and Forever, I know some of you...
1: It's your first podcast, and some are returners. So, welcome back. Uh, So, I'm Julie. I am the medical coordinator for Always and Forever.
2: I'm Beth, and I used to be the medical coordinator for Always Forever, and I work pretty close with Julie.
3: I'm Jane. I'm finance coordinator.
0: We are also live, so, figuring out different technology. So, Sai's going to be reading questions as they come in and dealing with the mics. If you're watching, what she's doing is turning mics on and off as we talk. Um, So just bear with us as we go through this. So diving into finances, a topic everyone loves talking about. Yay. So wrapping up the year, let's talk about and review what it has cost to run Always and Forever this year. So Jane, I don't know where you want to start, but you brought your folder and numbers, and you're the mathematician sitting over there, so...
3: let's just
0: jump into it
3: right so we're talking all in to run everything or medical or let's
0: go umbrella and then we can kind of start talking about the different pillars of medicine boarding medical surgeries shots all of the
3: i mean nitty-gritty overall to run all of our locations all in um is about two million dollars a year so, yeah. And so, you know, a huge part, which is what we're talking about tonight, is medical. Our vet expenses average 40000 a month. And then, you know, there's also, in relation to that, there's our medications that we maintain at the barn, our preventatives, our microchips. A lot of the dogs are on prescription food. So that all falls into our med- medical and preventative category, and that is about thirty five hundred a month. The food? No, all of that together. And then another thing is boarding. So uh, the majority of our boarding costs. So that's like, you know, averages about twelve hundred a month, and most of that is when we have to board animals at vets because they need um, isolation. So that's your uh, parvo, your kennel cough, um, ringworm, things like that. But, you know, because they have to be in isolation, that is part of it. So those are like the main categories of, you know, overall the vet costs.
0: So adding that all up because I wasn't doing it on the side, how much is that per month just with <clears throat> medical expenses?
3: It's easily, you know, upwards of 50000 a month.
0: Okay, and I don't think anyone sitting here makes fifty thousand dollars a month. No,
2: I think that's
0: I don't know anybody. Every, what
2: <laughs> it is? It's shocking every time I hear it. That's
0: a big is. number per month. Yeah, I don't know is. anyone who makes that a month. So, how is it funded?
3: Part of it is we have found a network of vets who are supportive of rescue, so they will work with us um, on pricing, and they either you know assign fixed rescue prices for certain items and then discount the rest that's generally the way it works so you know without that we definitely you know couldn't save as many and then of course just our you know worldwide supporters that donate to all of our medical care Um, that's really what it is it's all donation driven Jane any idea who our most expensive uh, medical is or was um, for for this current year, I, I believe it's been Hojo, so he's a, a little over, gosh, fifteen thousand at least. Yeah.
0: And he's still in boarding, or he's at a foster medical
3: right now. No, he's
2: actually been adopted. As of two days of- ago. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Is yes. that the yeah. yep. If anybody doesn't know Hojo, he's the cutest damn bulldog you ever saw, um, and he was found crawling in maggots and not on his skin but literally invading his body holes in his ears holes in his skin julie can probably tell you more but it was just a really sad situation and we had many people saying you gotta let him go you
1: gotta let him go go ahead julie you can take over yeah so when he got to one of the vets Um, and stayed for a couple of days and then he needed more extensive care something that we couldn't provide with just a regular vet so we brought him up to one of the specialty hospitals and um, they got a better look at him and I mean he literally uh, was just a huge pocket of I mean it was he was getting
2: eaten alive yeah literally
1: so on that note I mean, the maggots were nasty; they were gross. But the maggots are what saved his life because they were eating all of the nasty decay and bacteria um, there. But he had a—I mean, he had a long way to go. They had to sedate him, and then, you know, you have to go in there and debride all of that skin. He had such deep pocket wounds and deep tissue wounds, and they did special wraps. And I mean, from was it the first night that he got there that you and I?
2: yes went over yes. there
1: and he i mean we got down in that kennel and i mean he wanted he wanted to be here he,
2: wanted to be, he
1: here. wanted to be there and there was no doubt so you know when people said how could you do that to him it was like how could we not you know you know you know when you know and now he got adopted He's yeah got
2: a- wonderful wonderful home
1: it's interesting our last episode that we did
0: last week two weeks ago was about hospice and we really dove into when you know you know Uh, when that life is gone in their eyes and the fight's not there so for you to cuddle on the floor with him and him be excited and show the life you have to he leaned in he just wanted to touch you
1: yeah
0: i'm so happy he's adopted but as soon as you said he was the most expensive i'm like he's gonna be our cover dog for the episode and his face. I wanted his face oh, on the cover, but such a good face. it's better that he's adopted. So we'll circle back to it's that. Incredible. So what I've seen a lot of coming in is broken legs, broken hips, and parvo. Would you say those are the top three expenses that we've seen recently outside of I mean, orthopedic Ho-Jos?
2: is a pretty huge expense. A lot of the ones that we see are not a basic orthopedic, so we have to go to a board-certified surgeon which tends to be very expensive, but it's not something you can... It's just not something you can skimp on. Um, Sometimes it's repeat of surgeries. And then a decently long hospital recovery, which is also not cheap at all.
1: Well, you know, and then you have your basic boarding. But if you have dogs that are... Sick and have even further more medical that is involved, then you have medical boarding. And medical boarding is a lot more expensive than just your regular boarding. I mean, they require, you know, more. So, Um, and if some of those have to be transferred over to overnight care, then that's even more because then they have to go to one of the emergency clinics.
2: Yeah, they're expensive,
1: but they're also really hard. When you see one coming in, because you
2: know there's a ten to twelve week period after, mm-hmm. where you might have a puppy that you have to keep quiet for ten to twelve weeks, and they are limited on their activity. They're in a cone, and those fosters are—they are godsends. That is a rough one to have.
3: And you know, a lot of these are um, hit by a car, dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, dogs that end up at the emergency hospital. Um, and you know they reach out to us and often were their last um, really their last hope and it's not because you know we are rolling in money in any means but we always you know if we can find a way we do because we just think everyone has a value so that's where a lot of them are coming from and um, you know, one of the emergency hospitals that we end up taking from um, is actually where w- one of our top paid vets this year. So um, that has come out to be like $58,000 at that one vet on these types of emergencies. Yeah. Because you know what? They're, they're severe, but they're treatable. Um, uh, and another thing is like you have Rooster,
1: you have Rigby and carter carson well but the carter or yeah carter rigby and um rooster rooster so you have the option to like when they're in there in emergency their leg is broke so it's a pretty severe break so yeah you can go ahead and amputate it which would be a lot cheaper but if there is a potential chance that they can fully recover and use that leg and run and you have young dogs here yeah then that's where i think we're different than a lot of other places because you know what yep it'd be easier and not as costly if you just take the leg but it's not what's in the best interest necessarily of the dog yeah i can't can't
2: count how many times we've had to make that decision this year it's been
1: a lot well and Carter, Rooster, mm-hmm. and Rigby. I mean they're all recent. And and one. Like yep. they're they're young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanna interrupt quickly
0: to clarify that this episode is just on dogs. Oh. Yeah Correct.
2: I don't know anything we, about cats.
4: What? Yeah. Well we need to talk about cats because Jenny okay, brought it you know
2: up. Okay, cats aren't cheap. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about them, but I know that we have more one-eyed cats in our care than any other rescue. One eye, three legs. And three legs. Yeah. All our cats have one eye and three legs. We're always amputating a cat and always taking an eye. So I What show, causes is that? Um, mostly trauma for the eyes. Okay. Well, actually, it's the same infection. thing as dogs. Hit by yeah. car,
1: infection, trauma. But... I, I well, mean there's yeah. cat coordinators for the cats yes. we're just yes. touching on yes. the dog and medical for the dogs tonight yeah. so
0: those numbers though they do include the dogs and cats they do that yeah okay. yes. perfect oh,
1: really? so many eyeballs <laughs> well we had one that went to the emergency clinic a couple weeks ago a, k- a kitten that had a ruptured eye yeah. that needed to be taken care of but that's all I know yep me too
0: so, I actually want to go in a little bit more about the med coordinator position and the fosters that take in the dogs with broken legs, parvo, and everything like that, and the relationship you build with the fosters, because um, that is a lot to take on, and them not feeling like they're on an island. So, if you just want to talk about more about that relationship,
1: um, it's it's a close relationship. Um, it takes a, a special foster. That um, I mean, it's a lot. When you think of 12 weeks of, you know, every day in and out of you have a young dog or even an old, but just talking about the three puppies that we have, um, I mean, they're feeling better. They want to go run. They want to go play. They're healed. They don't understand. And um, to have to be confined and, uh, or, you know, walk slowly on a Mm -hmm. leash. I mean, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a, it's a patience and a whole lot of patience. A whole lot of patience,
2: (laughs) a whole lot of phone calls. Yeah. But yes, there's, it's a very close relationship. I still get, I still get texts from adopters and fosters from three years ago so well you're yeah. invested I mean yeah. you
1: I mean it's you're invested you love them you care about them you care about the fosters too I mean absolutely uh, you know it's it's I don't
2: yeah if anybody needs support it's a foster with a dog that is one years old and needs to stay quiet
0: how many of those do you see turn into foster to adopt because I think it's different maybe pouring so much heart and effort into carrying this animal back to health to then give them up to someone else
2: you know truthfully i don't know hojo but i mean i really don't know that number
1: yeah i I think and we do have certain medical fosters and they understand you know which my gosh
2: they are worth their weight in gold
1: like 100 percent. yeah 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 um but they know that we need them to future foster and Mm -hmm. so you know you can only take can only take so many at a time every now and then there's a foster that adopts and we're like
2: oh (laughs) we really needed them to foster but of course we're really happy as well yeah
0: so what have been some of the most inspiring or heartwarming stories that you guys have witnessed each of maybe thinking a dog wasn't going to
1: make it and then is now thriving Mine's Sally. God, it's Sally. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I was looking through um, some some invoices and stuff, just of so Lorelai. If you guys wow. remember her, yep. So, um, and she did get adopted, um, but she um, had been adopted and then returned. Uh, and when she came back, she was like, she was big. It, I mean, okay, like, let's. She wasn't big. She was morbidly obese. Yeah. But we took her to the vet, and she had an exam, and then, you know, they were palpating everything. And it turned out, so we did x-rays. So her spleen, she had a mass in her spleen. Yep. And I and I have to tell you that, I mean, I have pictures. And, I mean, we posted them to where you guys could see it. It was the oh, biggest God. spleen I have ever seen i mean it was it was huge it was bigger Um, than a cantaloupe yeah oh yeah um but anyway she had she had surgery and i went with her foster to adopt and i mean she's doing great and that's one of those you get
2: a return and you're like oh that sucks but that return saved her life it absolutely saved her life
0: i want to go back to sally because sally was how many years ago
2: I don't know. Sometimes it seems like yes.
0: Pre-COVID, though. Yeah. So, at least yeah, three pre-COVID. years. Can you give a and it brief... it was, gosh, it was
2: around Christmas, I think.
0: Yeah, brief was. background on Sally for our new listeners and followers that might not know the story of Sally. Does
2: anybody not know Sally? I don't I know. I can't even imagine. Um, Sally is the cutest little pit who came to us. I believe she had gotten... I believe she had gotten beaten um, really terribly. Uh, but she came to us, and she she's a only dog. She is the sweetest dog. At first, I was like, eh, she's kind of cute. She grew on me so fast. She had the, she has the best personality. Um, she was so much fun, and pretty soon it was like she was, she was like our little, kind of like TK, mm-hmm. like everybody knows Sally and her big googly eyes. It was around Christmas. She got super sick, and we took her to the emergency vet. She was there. Somebody can correct me online, but um, I think maybe five or six days. Actually, she was there longer. But for five or six days, they implored us to let her go. (laughs) They just, they wanted us to let her go and we couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. No, um, this was after she had been with us for a couple years, I'm sorry. Um, But she was in there, what we thought was a urinary tract tract infection became a terrible nephritis. Um, and she was just so sick and not getting through. And she was having, she was at the emergency vet, which meant she got 24-hour care, and she just wasn't coming around. And every day they said, you know, we think this is the day. We think this is the day. Can we let her go? And we just kept saying no. And then we reached out to actually a vet tech that we knew and said, can you give her a chance? And they knew her from the barn. And they said, and this is a – a huge emergency hospital system and a small town vet and she said absolutely and jen and i drove her there it was past hours it was probably i don't know it was like eight or nine o'clock at night i just remember it was in the dark and took her over and they took care of her and damn if she didn't come back and and i bet sally's on i bet sally's person (laughs) is on watching (laughs) this podcast I don't know what. But it was, we, I mean, we have pictures of all of us in the pasture ready to say goodbye to her.
0: It's amazing how just change of environment and maybe just that positive energy around her. Could you imagine being surrounded by people all day being like, today's your day? No. And just that energy of hope giving, like, and then... I mean,
2: it was a whole... Getting
0: put in front of people's energy that is like, we're going to save you. Yep. Today is your day to live.
2: Yep. And Sally lived. And like... I don't know. She, you'll see her updates on alumni. She is incredible. Check out Sally
0: if you don't know who Sally is. I know is. her
2: mom is on here.
0: Uh, going back, it's come up twice about people saying a few times it's time to let them go.
4: Yeah.
0: How, at what point do you listen? And at what point, I know Jen will never listen. No. Um,
2: but that's what you makes her great. Yeah. We have to have all of it. And you know what, I shouldn't say that right now because she made us go live and I was not very happy about that. But that is what makes her great. But Julie, I'll let you take that question.
1: Um, well, and I don't, I don't think there is, I don't think there's an answer for that. Because each, each one, each dog, each um, situation is different. And so what you might do for Sally, you might not do for somebody yeah. else. I mean, it truly just, um, it just depends. I don't know, there's just, I don't know, there's something, I, I call it your gut, your intuition, I I don't know.
2: And sometimes it's in their eyes, I do think so.
1: It's it's for sure, yeah. yeah.
2: But, but that said, we do not let a dog go without a powwow. No. We don't have a de- one decision maker, or one anything. We all get together, we have, I mean, I think all of us have pretty varying views on when that should happen. So it's I mean, it's a discussion that we take really seriously.
0: Before I switch topics, is there any questions from our viewers? Yes. Oh, here
2: we go, Cy. What have you you've just been hanging
4: out? Oh I was waiting for the subject to change. Oh, yeah. Um we have questions how did the med team become a med team and how did you guys meet? Jane, you wanna give us Yeah, Jane, you wanna start us off with that question?
3: You know, um, gosh i i I started with the sanctuary practically from the beginning and believe it or not i actually started as a med coordinator with no medical background so i just you know i don't know how we met really we were just lucky to find end up finding people who had medical um over the years and it's just kind of evolved
0: Can you talk about the difference between how we're set up as a shelter in our medical team compared to others? You might not know their structure, but
2: maybe what makes ours unique? Um, hmm. I don't know how anybody
1: else is set up, to be honest with
2: you. right? Do you? I wonder.
1: I, my opinion on it, I I think that how we're set up is more of, um, I mean, there's medical that that we know, just experience. But I think what kind of makes us different is, um, I mean, not to say that other people's hearts aren't in it, but, I mean, I feel like we are the, I mean, there are dogs. We're the owners of every single dog that we pull in. I mean, they're, we're connected. Yeah. They're, so it makes it, it makes it a little more personal.
0: No, when we talked about it on previous episodes with the clause in the contract of if it doesn't work out, they'll always come back to always and forever. Yeah. So every time you pull in a dog, it truly is an always and forever dog for yeah. life. So, yeah, you're right. It is, I mean, our, yeah. it is always and forever's dog until. <laughs> yep.
1: yeah.
2: And I, I, the rule of thumb has always been you do for this dog exactly yeah. what you do for your own. Yeah.
0: yeah Wonderful. Jane, I'm coming back to you. You're just
2: chilling out over there. Hey. Okay.
0: These two can chat all night. Can you talk <laughs> about the expenses that every dog that comes in to Always and Forever gets, whether that's spay, neutering, vaccinations, heartworm, just sure. the typical cost per dog that Always and Forever takes, out, takes okay. in without the huge medical expenses?
3: Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, every dog that comes through our door gets complete vetting. Um, you know, it starts with an exam, the vaccinations the heartworm test, the fecal, you know, that all runs about, well, and they all get spayed and neutered, so it all can run about 150 for a basic appointment, um, up to then spay and neuters run anywhere from 125 to, you know, 210, depending on weight, so that everyone gets that, um, and then when it comes to the seniors, we always do a blood panel, so that's pretty standard And, um, you know, a comprehensive blood panel can run uh, about $140. So, yeah, those are just the standard, typical expenses. Um, You know, and I was counting, like, our number of vet visits the other day, and consistently every month we send, um, it's in the 80s for our number of dog vet visits. And, yeah, and it's it's in, you know, like the 60s for cats. So that's a lot. If you think of all of that organizing and then just the people that are transporting them and it's uh, it's just constant
4: we also cover the pre-existing health costs
3: yes yes like if they have heartworm we cover their heartworm treatment at our vet yeah so by that that means every single day of each month there is
0: at least five vet visits for and forever
2: yeah, it <laughs> yes. is. It is. Hello. Shout out to Judy. Yeah, Judy and,
4: and Sarah. God bless.
1: Sarah. I, I, I feel bad sometimes because I, you know. Because Google <laughs> Calendar. <laughs> Look. It is my job to get the dogs seen and get the dogs care for. It. This is how I
0: know you are coordinators because you both, not anything else, you both. Both showed up with your notes and your books, and yes,
1: well, and and but that is know,
0: organized, and you want to have your oh, facts straight, God. you're not going to guess on anything.
1: I don't, I don't, I am organized, but in a disorganized way, probably disorganized, like my yeah. notes, organized chaos. Yeah, it, yeah. it is, it is, it is my own system. Love that. So, what can we do? Um,
0: when you talked about like the heartworm and the par- parvo and stuff. About educating listeners to prevent some of those, and can we talk a little bit more about parvo with the puppies that come with it and the care that that involves? Because that has been popping up, I think, a lot more than what we've seen in the past. It has. So I don't know who wants to start that one first.
2: Puppy.
1: Posted it today. Yep. Yeah. The little red and white. Which is so ridiculous because you know what? It's it's it is so preventable. So preventable. Mm -hmm.
3: How much is a vaccinations, vaccination? How much and now is that vaccination? and now
1: they actually have a new treatment 18? for Purvo. $18 yeah I mean for that
2: vaccination
0: so $18 for the vaccination if that doesn't happen what does it end up costing the rescue that takes that puppy in to give it a chance so well yeah. if
1: you're going to the emergency clinic I mean it's I mean three thousand yeah. dollars easy yep Oh, yeah, I mean, it also depends on the severity. Mm-hmm. I mean some some dogs get it worse than others, um, but I mean it, it could it can be up in the cost of what five thousand dollars yep. it's well, yeah. if it's that then, severe.
3: Because then they have to be um, in isolation for a period of time, even after they're treated, you know so it's a it's quite an ordeal 18 dollars for something that's so mm-hmm. preventable, you know. The same with heartworm, you yep. know, just a monthly preventative.
1: Well, and that's what's, I mean, that's ridiculous. How many yes. heartworm dogs this month? So currently we have, so starting from August until now, we have 14 dogs that are um, either starting heartworm treatment or finishing the end of their treatments, 14.
2: Also preventative. Which is
1: also more than we've had i mean at one time at once, yeah we see a lot of heartworm positive yeah. dogs how long does it take for the heartworm treatment well it's just a it's a pill or
0: yeah. a topical once they have it so if they have heartworm what is
1: the treatment for that so they will go just to educate. Yeah. yeah so they they start antibiotics for as a period of time to, four weeks and then they have a 30-day wait period and then they get the first injection and then they wait so many weeks and then they go and get the second and third injection and then you wait so many weeks. I don't know the exact day, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, it's a it's a matter of months to go through the treatment, but the treatment is hard on them. It's painful. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it's... It's a not a small injection, pretty
2: close to their spine.
0: You know how they have the rabies clinics? Is there parvo clinics to get easy
1: access to the shots? not that i know of
0: i I mean it's just
1: one of those i mean they have to go so when you have a puppy Mm -hmm. they go through a series of vaccines yep and uh, i mean it's a matter of you know there's either three or four distemper injections that they will get depending on their age so from the time that they're born up until they're 16 weeks at 16 weeks that's when you typically do the rabies so from that time period that's when you do all of your shots and all your boosters
2: and it's hard it's very contagious and it is not a vet's favorite thing to board parvo and i can't blame them at all because it is just that contagious so it is really tricky to find them a place
1: and the and the thing is is so you you have you have these dogs and and puppies and they have parvo so a lot of the times they can't be held they can't be loved And it makes a huge difference. I mean, I've, I have, um, friends that, uh, used to put themselves in, you know, the little, the little, yep, suits and, um, would just simply go in and hold parvo puppies and it may, it makes so much difference. I'm going to admit my ignorance on this topic. Is it Mm -hmm. contagious to people or people can transmit it to other dogs? Yeah, you've and got to be it into, yeah, you've got to have your protective gear and everything on and wash uh-huh. your hands and, um, yeah. Any questions coming in on
0: Parvo or any of our topics?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Are people still watching?
4: <laughs> we and 40- we're done. <laughs> we have 49 viewers. Well, almost,
0: months. almost. About half of them have already dropped off once we got to the
4: serious stuff. <laughs> once we started about But Parvo. it's fine.
0: I'm just going back to the 50,000 a month. How do you deal with the comments of how is this sustainable?
2: I think that is absolutely based on who you ask. (laughs) Exactly. Ask Jendolsky.
0: Jendolsky, do you have
2: (laughs) it'll be on
3: faith in one way or another, it always works out. I mean it's a it's a month to month thing. It's yeah. You you can budget, you can try, but like it's so unpredictable, you know, what you're gonna get or what who needs help and it's really it hard. To
0: Fluctuate month to month, right? Oh yeah. So like what has been the low because I know you have the numbers. Yeah. If like one month the lowest to then the drastic
3: change. So I mean I think our highest month was March. That was like sixty thousand dollars. Remember mm-hmm. March? That was like oh
1: I don't gosh. know. December's not over Jane. Uh, <laughs> wow. that is We are true. only
3: seven days
0: into all, December. That and, is true.
1: But um. our our latest bill Um with Chloe with Chloe Jean with Carter just, um, yeah
3: one bill alone was 12,000 yeah that we just got so yeah, I will want to a little oh, we Stewart, had yes. we had three major cases yeah
1: four uh, yeah, all within, yeah a, all
3: within a week really yeah I, all it seemed that way on
0: social In- mm-hmm. and that's what I'm gonna say <laughs> I love how transparent everything is of how much it's costing sometimes i don't enjoy the graphic photos of like when hojo came out but it shows the truth the pain why like everything there's no questions asked when those are post and also the fundraising connected right to it of what you're looking at
1: cost us this much money and I think that's important. Yes, I mean, if, if you're if you're asking, mm-hmm. you know, and saying, and and prayers when you know, I mean, it's Amen. these guys. Some of these things are, are pretty serious, painful, you know. Yeah. yeah. So has there have we
0: has. ever encountered a situation that we thought funding wasn't available, and that was a reason to turn an animal away?
2: I think we've definitely had situations where we were worried about funding being available, mm-hmm. but there's no way we turned them away. Yeah. Those yeah. things don't <laughs> correlate. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is going to lead me to my next question, um, kind of t- roping in Wichita, of how the numbers were tracking, again, funding on donations, faith and prayers, of continually taking on additional um, what word am I thinking of? Wichita was not originally a part of Always and Forever, but we were willing enough to bring them in without 100% saying, yeah, we're going to have the finances to handle this. So I don't know what I'm trying to ask here. (laughs) But just bringing in how we take stuff on without guaranteed funding for for the dogs. Opinions, thoughts, topic change.
3: Anxiety. Yeah, Yeah, oh my goodness. Of someone being
0: like, maybe we shouldn't do that. But then you look at how many lives have been changed since. I mean,
3: you do, yeah. And you look at the animals, and it's like, gosh, how do you say no? And how do you judge? I mean, they all have such value. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's been um, 57 that we've taken from that emergency hospital this year. So... You know, mm. probably close to 150 overall that have come from there.
0: 150 that probably over, just would have been yeah, euthanized time, yeah. otherwise. I have
1: a few of them. In my
0: home right now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, we forgot to ask that question at the beginning. How many animals do you each have in your own home, and how many are from Always and Forever? Oh,
1: that's we really can't answer that today. <laughs> <laughs> we can answer that question today.
2: Julie's afraid that her HOA will be listening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right?
0: It's fine. You don't have to disclose, but you can just say you have some always and forever animals in your home. I
1: do. I have. <laughs> um, I have four okay. in my home right now. Wonderful. Oh, some that are Yeah. No. Those
2: are just the a a napkins. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, um, we have
3: little tofu right now.
0: Oh, I did. Yeah, I remember you getting it. tofu. I love
3: that name. <laughs> i have three from always and forever and um, one other rescue that we had uh, before we moved here so we have a full house
0: love since hojo can't be our dog of the episode what dog is the most in need right now on our medical list that is still needing a foster and or be adopted
1: dennis
2: another tell us actually, about Dennis no we didn't add him, no, didn't add him.
1: so no. so Dennis is um, at K State and he actually had surgery this afternoon um, and he is doing mm-hmm. well I have not given that update yet because I got the phone call on the way down here um, so Dennis had um, a hernia that was so there was a, a big it looked like a lipoma on his back end and it was actually his colon yeah, they call it a perennial hernia, um, and so basically, um, you know, when, and they say that older, non-neutered male dogs um, who um, are in the ages of like seven to nine that it happens to, um, and basically, it's just that wall that, that it just gets thin for whatever reason, and things start poking right through. through. Yep but we were for, uh, fortunate enough i mean it was just the colon that was yeah. involved there wasn't any small mm-hmm. intestines mm-hmm. sometimes the, the bladder goes into there uh. too and that becomes as a, a, i mean yeah. an even more serious issue but i mean that that's where i mean he was walking around for over five minutes straining trying to poop and at some point if you don't fix it it ends up tangling up and uh, yeah where did Dennis come from what's his background so well I don't think I we can fully go into all of that um but Mm -hmm. um he he was local okay um so
0: and when would he be available for foster or adoption
1: well he's going to need a medical foster here we go um I'm, he's gonna stay at K State just to make sure so with that incision and everything where it is it's not the cleanest area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we want to make sure that he is okay and no infections you know starting out. Um, so he's gonna stay there I believe until Monday. Okay so that's so. He'll be inquiring um, medical boarding at, at K State uh, and then he can he can be adopted or fostered. Awesome. And yeah. he is a joy. Like, everybody who comes in contact with him
2: loves him. Yeah, I, he's a super sweetie. Yeah. That's
0: what great. was the question? We did. I have a question that came in.
4: You just showed it to me. Well, I did. Um, but we have <laughs> viewers <laughs> questioning Tobin. You probably know. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so everybody, um, I do have Tobin. Tobin is being amazing, living his life at home. Julie, can you share a little bit more background of Tobin and his health, how long he has?
1: Not really a, um, a matter of time that he has. So Tobin has spondylosis. He um, has severe arthritis. And sometimes um, with this, and I always have a hard time saying it, it's DM. Um, and so it's degenerative <laughs> Myopathy, Um, and so with these older guys, I mean, he you you lose muscle mass, Mm -hmm. um, nerve endings, spinal cord, you know, um, spondylosis. You have disc, yeah. I mean, it's so it's it's honestly where you just have to watch him, and and you there are carts that you can get for them. That I mean, there's there's things and procedures that you can do to prolong it um, and keeping him comfortable with medications and far from the from the location where he would have to go and have that done so you figure you know okay now he's in the car for you know another 45 50 minutes that also wears on him too so it just and fear
2: of strangers
1: yeah, yep yep and so it really just—it's it's just every situation is different with how well, you're going to treat him. Of course, I need to avoid him do. from
4: jumping on couches because we don't kennel him throughout the day. So he finds his way and instead of going to his kennel to lay down. He hops on the couch but and I just chills all day. I don't block off the stairs anymore. He doesn't care to go up the stairs anymore. Right and I th- he knows yeah. And so which
1: that is a good thing is just jumping on the couch sorry well and but and and then I guess there's you know an, another thing that you have to say so that's part of his quality of life if couch, he enjoys yeah. getting up there and going yeah. out, I mean how do you yeah I, I mean, mean so some of it you, it, you it's can help just, him
2: get him a sling get him yeah. a ramp to make it a little easier yep. especially jumping off yeah but um don't take his couch
0: away. I have one of those push carts too. If you, if he gets to that point that you need it. Oh, I have a wagon for him. Oh, okay. Look at you. The one question that did come in, which I'm happy we got back up on, handling your emotions, dealing with some of these cases. What are some of your coping mechanisms? Ouch. Jane. Jane, we'll just go straight down Let's the line
3: yeah i mean really
0: i don't know how old that box of wine is so i don't blame her for not drinking
3: it. it it's uh i don't know it's definitely an emotional roller coaster but when you see like the amazing outcomes yeah and you know the dogs finding their homes and it's just it's just all worth it i would say that depends on the day
2: but i would say if anything what I should be doing is taking a little more time to look back and to think about the Sallies and, you know, the bucket puppies and, all, you know, all of them. And just think about those happy endings.
1: Yeah, that's a hard question for yes, me. It is. Um, it's a hard question. I mean, I deal with it. You, you do. I, I'm big on... Sharing. If I need to talk to somebody, if I'm having a bad day and it and it's rough, um, I cry. I cry a lot. Yeah. You know, and that's okay because that's. I mean, that's what I'm supposed to do. You know. I mean, you have to deal with the in in this, and if you don't, it, it'll it'll eat you alive. And so Absolutely. you have to cry. You have to talk.
2: You got to run. Julie's got to. run. I do. I get he up.
1: Would- I am up every morning at. I say 4.30 (laughs) I'm not up at 4.30 every morning anymore but I I do I don't run necessarily because I like it but it's a huge I just am in a better place Mm -hmm. when I get up in the morning and I run
0: and we've talked about it before with Jen on here of when you stop caring and having emotions is when you know it's time to step away so yes feel the tears cry them out set a timer I can cry for this And, you know, take a break. If <laughs> yes. you need
2: to step away and take a break, that doesn't mean you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. We'll always rope you back. Oh,
0: yeah. Truth. We'll find you. <laughs> um, okay, so as we wrap up, we're getting to that time. What else? One last piece of advice, um, information bit, anything about medical coordinating and cost chains flipping through. Um, would you like our audience to know?
3: You know, there's just... Um, So many ways that you can support us to help. Um, If you check out our website, there is... um, You know, a lot of people don't know about corporate giving. Like, a lot of of Mm -hmm. corporations will actually donate for your volunteer hours or match your contributions. So, you know, you can check on that. Um, That's a big one. And, you know, just really... What else? There's just little things too. Walmart Roundup, there's, I can't really think, auto donate things. There's just all kinds of ways if you just check out our website. But it's just, it's something that, you know, we just can't do without all of these supporters. And we just have worldwide supporters that just get us through this, you know, all the time. It's just, it's never a given, but we are always able to pull it off with the support of so many. I just How many on, Facebook yeah. followers do we have?
0: 377,000. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Okay, so
2: can you imagine <laughs> if every one of them gave us five bucks? We've talked about that before. Even a dollar.
4: Yeah. Even a dollar, that was yes. Last year.
2: Yes, we talked about
4: this. I mean, For it's still... Did we ever start two, that? We still can. not Oh, something about Jim wanted
2: us to bring up. Christmas cards? cards. Oh, Um, the Christmas card challenge? Well, once we finish
0: everyone's last piece of invite... That can be your last piece.
2: Okay. (laughs) So I would say that... I mean, I always think like what Jane would do if she walked to the mailbox and there was like a whole mailbox full of $5 bills and a whole bag next to it because every follower did it. I think that would be amazing. And then the other thing for me would be fosters. I mean there's actually no description on how mm-hmm. important and valued they are because every dog that gets that foster we get we get another one mm-hmm. it's not just that one dog there's a ripple effect for all of us it is yeah. and it could be five days it could be three months they are they are so important so important
1: You know, and I think that's kind of the whole thing. It's like you know, and and Jen says it too. It's it's not like one, it's not one person. It's like everybody. Everybody is so important in this whole process. Absolutely. It's yeah. I mean, how many different people do you talk to a day? (sighs)
2: So
0: it has to be mentally
1: exhausting, which is why you run.
0: Yep. yep. <laughs> so that's
1: why yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> what, though? I, I mean, it is like come at the end of the day, it's like I. Uh, what's my name? Pandem. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who am I? And my brain doesn't function very well. I, I mean, I wouldn't trade it. Nope. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like I, I really don't mind the phone calls. I like talking to people. I, you know, I mean, everybody has their moments, you yeah. know, where it's just like, you know. It, it, it always happens all at once yes if, yes if i could make a wish if it could just all spread out and not just happen all at once it always happens <laughs> But it does yeah, yeah. and i actually, know
2: the fact is that you could be in a fetal position crying
1: <laughs> it doesn't and stop the next day you're gonna get up and go to work <laughs> no, and for you're gonna real. be okay with it yeah yeah it's really hard <laughs> to explain yeah It is. I, I mean i don't i don't even know how to like put a yeah a, it's very special
0: <laughs> i've talked with jen about it before when um last year with the glory when i took over president Mm -hmm. and i'm like how do you deal with everybody reaching out all at the same time asking questions like wanting answer all this other stuff and i hate that i give her so much credit all the time she's like be grateful that you're in the position that people are wanting to ask you those questions well and that's kind of what yes She's yeah, like you have worked so hard to get into that position yeah. for people to be asking you those questions. It's, so be I,
1: grateful for that. And I always say so whether it's our our um, barn staff who knows these dogs in and out mm-hmm. when they're walk. You know, I mean everything to me and and fosters it goes the same if, if i if somebody says hi sorry this is kind of a stupid question there is no it's such not. thing as a stupid question there is don't ever feel like oh i don't want to call because this is stupid it's not i would rather you call me and mm-hmm. ask me and yep. let's talk about it or or text me you know with the barn staff whatever uh, it's i would rather you ask
0: i've tried to work on that in my personal life especially at work I don't. You get like that anxiety about asking questions. and I'm like, why am I so worried about just asking this question? Like, what's the worst they're gonna say? Just ask it. But it, it is true that people yeah. think it's like dumb questions or whatever. I'm like, just ask it, and then I'll either know or like,
1: you know. I'd rather you take a picture yeah. or something, show me, and say, yeah. hey, what? You know, if if you guys saw my phone, the number
4: of <laughs> <poop> pictures. <laughs> no one is ever gonna steal is, your phone. They'll ha- open yeah. it up, like <laughs> <laughs> T- <good>. testicles,
1: <laughs> testicles. <laughs> And poop and it and is bloody like, incisions. And it's so, so bad. Whenever, someone
0: asks to see if you're, I'm sure you're the one like really looking
1: through. Yep. Yeah,
0: and, and then my grandson in there yep. too.
1: You know, <laughs> but what a mixture. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway.
0: Well, thank you for sharing. And Sai, you had one last bit. I forgot. Oh my God, the Christmas, Christmas
1: cards. cards. <laughs> what did you say about Christmas cards?
0: You're the one with the phone. It's happening Are we right doing, now. okay, yes. Jane, fill us in on Christmas challenge. cards.
3: <laughs> Christmas card challenge you can mail a card addressed to the dog of your choice or whoever however many you want some people put a donation in it um and we keep track of the you know the amount of cards that each animal gets you send them to cats as well and then we will disperse them at the different locations and the the staff actually will read the cards to the dogs so it's yeah it's really fun it's a really fun time oh, to go to the we mailbox did that last year, didn't i you? was just yes. gonna say
0: i feel like we literally just talked about this last year but yeah. it was a year ago okay, it
3: was. Is this year? our
0: third year? yes
3: this is our third year yes yeah
0: and it is so i love the videos of them reading it because i think back to kingston yeah, he was on one of the. and videos. he was the valentine's day one and, yeah. and she was like i he can't hear me but i'm still still gonna read to him <laughs> And he just sat there, like with his little heart he it. things he in. And I'm it. Like, look at this dog. I need to go get him. But, anyways, anything else? Good. Any questions from our 45 strong held listeners?
4: Oh, yeah. Well, Connie, we need to get you on a, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do.
0: Um, for everyone to prepare themselves, Jen is coming Tuesday for another fireside chat. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure she'll want to go live. Get your popcorn and beverages ready for live Jen on the podcast on Tuesday. Are you happy, Jen? What is she saying? (laughs) Animal. So I have to give
1: a a personal. um, (laughs) I don't want to say plug, but to um, trike my oh my little medical foster. I love him, but. He is not going to stay at my home and he is the perfect little guy. He is great with dogs, all dogs. Um, I have small, medium and large in my home and he is good. I, I have two cats that he actually is like hanging out with. Um, he uh, he's, he's beautiful. He's, he's he's perfect. He is absolutely beautiful.
0: I will put him and Dennis as the cover photo yeah, for this okay. for this episode. And also, I just looked up Dennis's photos, and there's one of oh him in a she, she Santa hat on, which is perfect sh- for this so episode. Cute. So, well, we will Who include their, thought, their really? photos and information on our mm. description of the episode. Uh, so, thank you for coming out mm-hmm. and sharing your insight and knowledge. And like I said, everyone, buckle up for Tuesday.
4: As always, it's never too late for a happily ever after.